And I held myself back for so long because I thought it was gonna be really hard. I was like, this is gonna be the hardest thing I ever do. Like, there's no way I can do this by myself. And I just finally one day was like, okay, if I can get some help that I need and I just do it and I just keep pushing forward every day, I know it's gonna be successful. And once I got through like the hump, I was like, wow, like this is really fun. Like as we're so creative, it's so fun to design and be creative and do different things and watch it come to life. From CEO School, it's Wind Down Wednesday. Pour yourself a drink and join us for CEO Happy Hour as we share the messy behind the scenes, straight talk and real world advice to help you level up in leadership and life. Cheers. This episode is sponsored by The Club, a quarterly box and digital monthly community to help you level up in leadership and life. Learn more today at join.theceoschool.co slash the club. Hi, everyone. Welcome to CEO School. This is your host, Sanira Madani. And today I'm so excited to welcome our guest, Madison Tinder today, who is a seven-figure entrepreneur, a coach, uh, and also a owner of a product-based scrunchie business called Soulful Scrunchies. And I'm so excited to welcome her. She has gone through an incredible journey starting off in marketing and how she launched her marketing business to now excel well beyond seven figures. And then also her journey in creating her scrunchie business and a subscription-based business. So I'm so excited to welcome Madison to the show. Madison, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you to be here. We were just actually getting to know each other prior to the show. And I'm so excited to learn about your journey. So tell us a little bit about how you got started in entrepreneurship. Give us a little bit about your background in starting your companies. Yes. So I actually went to school for journalism and communications. I went to the University of Kentucky. I wanted to be a sports reporter. My ultimate goal was to be the next Aaron Andrews. I was so engulfed in that type of field. And I was like, look, I definitely want to be a reporter, but I'd love to know the business side. Cause I think very, I'm very logistic based analytical. And I was like, I would love to know the business side. So I ended up getting my master's at SMU in Dallas and sports management. And I fell in love with it. I was like, I love the business side. I love marketing. That's my expertise. And while I was actually looking for a full-time job, which was very hard to find in Dallas, especially with having a master's, I was like, I need to make some money, um, to be able to live in this fashion fabulous city. Um, so I ended up getting a part-time job and I ran social media for one of the doctors of the Dallas Mavericks and the Dallas stars. So, um, I helped grow her account. I ran ads. I helped with her website, emails, blogs, all the things. And I really fell in love with it, especially cause I loved her, but I just felt like I was in control and was able to express my creative flow. Um, so I ended up getting more clients doing the same thing. So she turned into like, eight clients. So it was managing, doing all the things for like eight businesses in Dallas. And I actually got really burnt out. So I actually moved online to see if I could get into corporate consulting. And that's when I was introduced to the online space. So that's when I kind of split my business in half, half in person, and then half just online consulting with businesses regarding social media. So I could still manage and do the social media and do the marketing, but I was also able to teach it as well because I have a passion for teaching. And that quickly turned like way full time where I was able to drop my in-person clients and just focus on like 
marketing and social media consulting. And then I moved into coaching as I got more of my expertise in the past three years. So, and then I started my scrunchy business last year, um, as a hobby at first, but it turned into like a full fledged business very quickly. So I love it. Well, I want to kind of deep dive um, into, into your journey a little bit more. I mean, you have just been featured everywhere from Create and Cultivate, Thrive Global, um, Entrepreneurista, you name it. Um, you are a social expert and there's so many businesses out here, whether you're an online business, product business, just your personal brand, if you're working professional, there are so many different avenues to grow social media. Where does one even begin? Can you talk about the landscape in 2021, where we're at today and what we should be paying attention to in social trends? Yeah, I think there's so many different types of social media accounts. I mean, you have Clubhouse now, you have LinkedIn, you have Instagram, you have Facebook, podcasting, you have all these different accounts. And what I like to tell people is I'm like, okay, so what is your ultimate goal on social media? Like, what is your goal to be on social media? How do you want to grow your personal brand and really figuring out the platform that is going to work best for you, especially if you're someone who's kind of just starting out to grow the personal brand, you know, you might not want to be on like every platform at first, right? You might want to pick and choose which ones can help you reach your goals faster. And I just think as years go by, there's just more opportunities to be on different platforms and it's really figuring out, okay, what are my goals for my personal brand? If I want to start a business, whatever that looks like. And how can whatever platform help me reach my goal? But I think it's also looking at like the trends for the different platforms as well. I think different platforms provide different opportunities. Like you have Clubhouse that's all audio, but you're able to collab. And so many working professionals are on Clubhouse too, as well as entrepreneurs. But you have Instagram that's like more video as well as TikTok. I think it's keeping up with the trends of the content as well on the platforms to really reach whatever goal you have for that specific platform as well. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. I mean, most business owners, whether you're starting or, or not, like how do we get more customers? I mean, at the end, the goal is to go find where our customers are and it mm-hmm. can feel so overwhelming. I experienced this all the time. I mean, I had to choose, I can't be on every platform. It's, uh, it's not scalable for me personally right now. And I always say, let's go master one platform where, where wherever your audience is, we'll go master that one platform. Once you feel comfortable in it, once you have put forward your energy, you understand what type of content you create, what type of audience you have, and then you scale into other platforms. It's so overwhelming. And so what are some things that you're seeing, um, you know, for, you know, for businesses, let's just say for a small business today, maybe a product-based business, where would you start? Like as, a, as your social media expert, like what would you tell a, a product-based, let's say a scrunchy business? I love it. So I think that if you're a product-based business, you want to be on a platform that's photo sharing and has photos because product-based businesses sell based on, you know, how the customers feel, but they also want to see the product. They want to see what it looks like. They want to, you know, see how they feel around it. So I think we started for Soulful Scrunchies on Instagram. That was a huge platform for us to really gain trust. And we gained trust through, you know, me showing up on stories. They want to know the CEO. They want to know the person and the personal brand. We educated behind the scrunchies, behind the silk. But I think if you're a product-based business as well, Pinterest works super well because they have a shop feature because you can get more views. You can drive more website visitors as well. So I think for product-based businesses, Instagram and Pinterest are definitely 
really big go-tos and you have people running ads on Facebook. But I think if you're just starting organically for your product-based business, Instagram and Pinterest are definitely the way to go because it's very visual. I love it. And, um, I will be sharing more with you guys on my journey on adding more social channels because I've been so overwhelmed. Do you agree with me that you start with one platform, nail that platform. And then now that you're kind of creating the same amount of content, you actually don't have to create new content. You just need better systems in place. It's not about new stuff. It's just about getting better systems. Yeah. I always say you always have like a main hub, like a main social media hub, like your bread and butter, whether that's Instagram. And I always say that's like my content source. And then my other platforms that I continuously go on, I repurpose that content from Instagram or my podcast to that platform based on that platform, platform trends and what works best for that platform. Um, but it's repurposing like repurposing is like your best friend and it's something that can make it easier for you and not creating so much new content on all of your platforms, um, just to make it super overwhelming for you. So yeah, I always picture my main social media hub as my content source. And then I repurpose outside to my other social media accounts just to make it easier as well. So you don't have to create so much new content. Exactly. I mean, systems are the way to absolutely scale in whatever business you are. And I couldn't agree more that I want to actually segue into your product business because I'm so excited. I mean, I'm so curious about the product industry. How did you get started in deciding that you are going to create a scrunchie business? I know as women, we all have all these crazy ideas, things that we want to do and scrunchies aren't anything new. It's not anything novel. How did you decide you were going to create a business out of it? And now you have this beautiful subscription scrunchie box, which I can't wait to get my hands on. And we'll be linking it in the show notes. Uh, But tell us everything. Yeah. So I guess like a way backstory is like all my women out there who are listening, I get my hair dyed and highlighted and it's breaks all the time. Like I just had so many creases and, um, it broke off a lot and I started wearing scrunchies. This was like five years ago and people always knew me. They're like, I love your scrunchie. Where'd you get it? Like your scrunchies are so cute. I'm like, well, I get them really anywhere. So when I started my business online, when I started growing my personal brand every day, I wore a scrunchie in my hair, like whatever that looked like ponytail, half up, half down, whatever that looks like. I still do it. People are like, I love your scrunchies. And I'm like, why am I not? I feel like I need to start a scrunchie business. I love it. I literally had like 300 scrunchies in my drawer. Like I would collect them. I was like crazy about it. All different colors, styles, types, had to match my outfit, had to match my purse. Like I was just crazy like that. And I was like, I would love to look into how to start a scrunchie business. But what I wanted to do was I wanted to use my brand as an entrepreneur to help me start the scrunchie business. And I wanted to have a scrunchie business that would help almost like empower women. Like, Hey, if you're speaking on stage, you can still wear a scrunchie. Hey, if you're like hanging out at home, um, working from home, you can still wear a scrunchie. Like you can dress them up or down. That was like the vibe of my brand that I wanted. Um, so I ended up hiring a support system to help me with starting the business. Um, it was something I started working on in March of 2020. That's when I was ordering the samples, figuring out my vendors, figuring out the style and the brand, which 
which the brand took me a lot longer because I wanted to really connect with almost like CEOs or like working individuals. That's who my target audience is. So I spent a lot of time on the brand and we ended up launching in October. And as we're growing, I wanted to do the scrunchie subscription box because it's different. There wasn't a lot of people doing subscription boxes and I had a lot of repeat customers. And I was like, what if I can make it easier for my repeat customers to continuously get scrunchies from me for the different seasons and for their travel and whatever that looks like. So that's when I introduced the subscription box. Um, And a lot of people have the subscription box, but a lot of my repeat customers have it too. Um, Just make it easier on them. And I really focus on the brand of dressing them up or down and really empowering you and how you can dress up a scrunchie. It doesn't just have to be like something that you sleep in or lounge around in. Like you can really create style and feel really confident in your scrunchies. So, and the name of the scrunchie company is soulful scrunchies. Yeah. Because my brand online, I have a brand called soulful social. It's like my community of women, um, and creating their mission. And I have the soulful social podcast. My programs are called soulful social. So I wanted to take that brand that has trust and awareness already and name it soulful scrunchies. So it could all stay on brand together. And that's really, you know, that's a really good point uh, in terms of as you kind of like scale into your business, you've worked so hard in creating whatever audience that you have, whether that's your email list, whether that's your, you have followers, right? Like whatever influence that you've created in your business. And I don't just mean social followers. I literally mean that audience that you've, you've curated, then you can expand into other different lines of business to continue to monetize against other things that you're excited about and passionate about, even though sometimes it may not be fully connected. Right. So I I love that. It's like, this is a product-based scrunchy business, but I do see that when, you know, when you go to their website, they're just beautiful. You can see the quality, you can see that feeling that you get of like this luxury scrunchy set. And so it just looks like a really beautiful gift that you could give to women. And I'm sure your audience is you know, you talked about CEOs and just, just women in general who want to have high quality products or feel really good about the things that they're wearing. So that's pretty cool. Something that I want to ask, uh, tactically is how did you actually start? Um, how did you actually get your first sample? So like walk us through like, at like tactical stuff of if, if, a If someone out here is listening and they're like, I really want to create a candle business, or I really love this concept that I have. How do you go about even finding vendors? And uh, can you just walk us through a little bit of the tactical, tactical parts of actually starting a product company? Yeah. So first thing, the very first thing I did was like market research. I wanted to figure out like where the gap was in the industry that I could fill. Then I looked at, okay, do I want to do wholesale at first? So at first I did wholesale where, um, I did local U S wholesalers and I cultivated a relationship with them. That's the first thing. Um, I wanted them to really be in my corner and I wanted to support them. They could support me. So I picked four different wholesalers in the U S to really look at their scrunchies what they had and they would ship me the sample. So I did that at first and then I'm able to come back and be like, can I get this customized? Can I change this fabric? Can I change this to silk? Can we do X, Y, and Z? They would bring back the actual, what it would look like and what I envisioned. And now as I move forward, I have such a great relationship with them. I show them what my vision is for the scrunchie and they do create it for me now um, as we move forward. But I did start simple at first with wholesale. Um, I would get the samples in and I would ask them if they could customize like little by little, because I didn't want to ask too much of them. I was kind of like 
weirded out by it at first. Um, and then I moved into now I fully have someone who customizes them for me. Um, and then I also have a set of scrunchies, um, that I do get handmade by a local mom in Australia. So she hand makes my scrunchies, some of them for me because I love supporting women. So that's kind of how I created my first sample. It was actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be, but it does go a lot of back and forth with the customization. Like if they give a sample and it's like not what you wanted, like you do have to send it back and you have to get on a call and talk to them. Just, it it can be back and forth to make the vision come to life. But at the end of the day, it's, it's definitely worth it. And of course I did all the legal stuff as well, just to make sure everything was in place. That's so awesome. And I love that you said that it was actually a lot easier than you thought. I find that to be true for many things that I work on. Sometimes I overcreate this giant mountain ahead. I'm like, this is going to be so much work or even sometimes like you're just talking yourself out of doing it because you're so afraid of like, you don't even know what's behind the curtain. You're like, it's just going to be too much or other people are already doing it. Madison, you're a perfect example for us here and a role model for us to look at to say, you can create anything that you want. You wanted to create and your strategies are gorgeous. And like, literally, I, I can't wait to have them in my hand on my hair. I'm like looking at them right now online. Um, you guys have to check them out. They're so beautiful. And when you were saying like, it was actually a lot easier, it gives us listening so much hope to say, we have all these really great product ideas that you can actually just go implement and start small. And so I love that you said that you can get around the other side without having to really kill yourself over it. Yeah. And I wanted to start a scrunchie business for a while. And I held myself back for so long because I thought it was going to be really hard. I was like, this is going to be the hardest thing I ever do. Like, there's no way I can do this by myself. And I just finally one day was like, okay, if I can get some help that I need and I just do it and I just keep pushing forward every day. I know it's going to be successful. And once I got through like the hump, I was like, wow, like this is really fun. Like as we're so creative, it's so fun to design and be creative and do different things and watch it come to life. But yeah, I held myself back a long time because of that thought of it's going to be so hard. And I was like, wow, it's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be getting the support and the help really helped me push through and having that accountability. So I love it. Thanks for sharing that. And I think for any product-based company or idea that you have out there, seems like the most important relationship is your supplier, right? So I think that's the main thing of nailing down is that supplier. Is there like a place that you go find suppliers for those that are just like, where do I, where do I go find one? Yeah. Google is very great, but but like, if you're into like fashion and stuff, wholesale accessory market is really great. Threadies is really great as well. So many different style, like hair accessories too. And then also I know there's like certain markets, like the Las Vegas market and things like that beauty con, like that you can go to and kind of look and get inspiration and creative ideas. I know I'm going to beauty con next year um, to get some ideas and just trying like the Dallas market center, like things like that, that you can go to, to get some ideas too. Like if you ever want to start a boutique or something like that. So I think it's such a great idea that you have here. And this is something that actually my husband utilizes often. So my husband's business, he's in wholesale specifically in electronics. And so before the pandemic, he was traveling to China uh, and Dubai and all of these massive, you know, trade shows out in the U S but also internationally just to go be inspired. Like he wouldn't go to, and he had vendor relations and things like that, but he would come back and he's a, he's like a large supplier of like all different types of electronic products, accessories and things like that. Just to see like what's ahead. What are the trends that are happening in his industry? 
And he'd always come back with like new product ideas or wholesale distribution ideas, even though he didn't actually even create the product, but had so much means of distribution against it. So I love that you said that. And now that post pandemic, things are back. Go to these trade shows. There's so many amazing trade shows for beauty, for whatever industry that you are in. Just go be inspired. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think with product-based businesses, like I love how you said, like he goes for inspiration because I think with anything like e-commerce and product-based, you have to be like five steps ahead. You have to really understand the trends. Like we're already ordering scrunchies for Christmas and it's July. Like I'm already mapping out next year's Valentine's and the new products we're going to have in 2022, because you just have to be ahead and keeping up with the trends and making sure you're like staying on your feet because it could be something like, you're like, Oh my gosh, I need to launch my fall collection next month. I don't have any products. What do I do? It's just always about staying in the trends and staying a few steps ahead. Um, so you can kind of keep up with the product-based world. I love it. I'm so inspired. I've actually been, um, I want to have a retail, I want to have a product so bad. And I think our subscription box for CEO school was like my first take on creating anything physical. It's Mm -hmm. something I'm so proud of. I source every single product that goes inside of that box. We create really cool merchandise for ourselves. We haven't even opened up our merch store yet. Content coming soon. Um, But I love just boss products. I don't know how to explain it. I'm trying to get my language around this, but just products that feel beautiful, luxury, but also inspire you every day in your, in and around you. Um, mm-hmm. so I love that, but my big dream, do you guys want to all know what my like big dream is for like my retirement business? Yes. I would love to have a wine subscription. Oh, oh my that, God. That's the one. Wait, that's what I want to do too. <laughs> I, I, I love- we're going to be friends. Wine is like my favorite thing ever. I had a wine subscription box reach out to me. They're like, will you post on your social media if we send you free wine? And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, please. Um, I love wine is like my favorite thing ever. So I'm with you. I have, uh, I'm going to share it for another episode, but I've laid out this concept on a wine subscription box that I'm just so eager to do. That's my brain. It's just always launching, launching, launching new ideas. And then my team around me is just like, catching everything, but I love this. I hope all of you guys are inspired to like dig deep and to find things that you're excited about. You're inspired by, because you can literally create a business the same day. You know how crazy it is in 2021, starting a business versus when I started a business in 2014, it's wildly different. And it's not even, it's like eight years later. It's not even that much later, but in a single day, you can get registered. You can have a product idea. You can source a product. You can create an L you could do everything, have a payment processor. You could literally do everything in a single day's worth right off of your iPhone. Like that is the accessibility that we have in, um, in starting a business. And so why not is the question. Right. Agreed. You can yes. like, not start a business or something that you're passionate about. I just, I, it's so easy now. And yeah, as you said, you can start a business in a day, which is crazy. I mean, you look at TikTok, people blow up in TikTok in a day and they can sell and do anything and their business can just blow up in one day. It's, it's crazy how it is now. It's now that's what this is. Like it is now. And so stop waiting, stop wishing, start doing Madison. How can we find you? How can we support you? How do we get our hands on these beautiful scrunchies? 
Yes. So you can find me at madison.tinder on Instagram and shop soulful scrunchies is the Instagram too, for my scrunchie business. My website is madisontenderllc.com and shop soulful scrunchies.com. Um, and you can go to shop soulful scrunchies.com and grab some scrunchies. You can use the code boss for 20% off for some scrunchies. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find me. So thank you so much for that code. We will definitely be linking all of this in our show notes today. Madison, congratulations on all your success and continuing to show that you can truly have it all, whatever all looks like. Um, it's really inspiring. And so thank you so much for your time today on the show. We can't wait to continue to support you in your journey and in your social media business, as well as in your scrunchie business. And so thank you so much for your time today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on. It was so much fun. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and show. Our team at CEO school works extremely hard to bring you the best content, authentic conversations, and expert guests curated every single week to keep you leveling up in leadership, business, and in life. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five-star rating telling us what you enjoy the most. We will be sending CEO School swag for the next 100 reviews, so don't miss out. Write a review and send us a screenshot at podcast at theceoschool.co to claim your swag. Again, it's podcast at theceoschool.co to claim your swag. Thanks so much. We love having you here.